Welcome to Moving Through and Beyond, a podcast dedicated to sharing inspired journeys of redefining life, vision, and purpose after immense hardship and grief. My goal with this podcast is to give you hope and to let my guest journeys inspire you to make the choice to keep looking up. I'm your host, Carrie Conley. One of the topics that I really have been diving into a lot lately, especially this year, doing a lot of reading, listening to Audible, talking to mentors, working on myself, is, and I've heard this quote many different ways, Laurel, but the one way I like saying it is from one of my mentors, Rita Davenport, used to say all the time, what you think about, you bring about. And it's the concept of people taking a look at what their outer world looks like, because whatever they're creating in their outer world is coming from their inner world, meaning it's coming from their thoughts. And I don't think that we really slow down to really think about what we're thinking about. And I think also a lot of times people look at their outside circumstances and think that those circumstances were created outside of their control, that it had nothing to do with them. And in in some rare cases, that is true. But the more I think about this and work on this and become aware of my own thoughts, I can see what I'm creating. And I can see the results because here's what I understand is that your thoughts direct how you feel and how you feel directs what how you act on, what actions you take, which then becomes your results. So it's been super interesting to me this year to really think about what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times I think we find out that we've got some stinking thinking going on we got to work on and take ownership of what we've created in our life and go to work at first changing what we're thinking about. Yeah. And, you know, I read a book about this recently because I, I don't think we've ever been taught or maybe you have been taught this, but you have technically, or most of us at least only have two voices in our head. And of course the name of the book is blanking me. We'll add it into the context of this when it's posted, but, um, there's two different voices in our head where basically one of them is our super negative voice. And the other one, and there's a word for it, they use that it was like your 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 best friend that's not the good influence technically, where we are either super hard on ourselves or super negative or have these bad thoughts that are making us feel really bad about ourselves, or we have the complete opposite where we almost want to treat ourselves when it's not necessary, like not in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, well, you know what? You, you've you've done a really good job this week. Let's go out and drink five margaritas. Or like it's taking it to the extreme where you're not being negative on yourself or pushing yourself in an unhealthy way. You're almost just kind of throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. And so those are the two voices that we kind of bounce back and forth when we're necessarily not in a healthy place. And so finding that middle ground they call your cheerleader where, yes, they're going to be giving you tough love in the right ways, but also helping you encourage yourself along the way too, of like navigating those emotions where they're not necessarily negative, but they're also not making you do things that you know are not good for Mm -hmm, you. And it gives a good example of, and we talk about this a lot too, where people get frustrated with like their finances or health and fitness. Cause I think that's one of those ones that can really go left or right, where we're either super hard on ourselves for spending the money or not working out or not taking ourselves, or we just throw in the towel and we're like, you know what, that's fine. We'll just I don't really need to work out anymore. I can just go blow that money. And it's finding that middle ground of I'm going to be really smart with this decision because I know it's good for me, but I'm not doing this because I'm critical of myself. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share that because it was finding that where your thoughts are coming from, that there are different voices in your head to start identifying so that you can start listening to your cheerleader more. Right. 
Right. Yeah. It's just been interesting to me to become aware of what I wasn't aware of. And then the next step is figuring out, okay, well, where did that thought come from? Because that thought, now that I'm aware of it, has been in my subconscious for a very long time. And awareness is the first step in this whole process. And the second step is to figure out where did this come from? Because most of the thoughts, especially the negative ones, are all lies. They were, they were placed in our head by somebody else or some incident that happened really early on in our life. Um, I've started learning in some of these books that I've been reading, Laurel, as early as like three-year-olds, right, start getting their own self-talk going on and why it's so unbelievably critical to be so aware of what we say mm -hmm. to our kiddos because they get placed there as truth for them. And they're not aware of it. They just took it on as truth because they heard it from somebody they love or respected, right? So, so awareness is first step. Second step is we have to trace it back to where did I learn this? And understand that it probably came from a place of love, but in um, kind of a tough love kind of way. And, or maybe some sort of traumatic incident that happened in your life that you created a story around. And then we have to capture those thoughts and go to work at changing them, which we can do. But I have to tell you, it's the hardest work you'll ever do, mm -hmm. especially at my age. You know, I'm 60 years old. I mean, a lot of those thoughts and those truths that I've held about myself have been there for a very long time. They're at like a cellular, cellular, I can't say this word, cellular, <laughs> thank you, uh, level for me. So I have to now retrain my brain. I have to first capture the thought, change the thought, and this is where um, the last step in this is getting really good at reading positive things, listening to positive things, writing affirmations, saying the affirmations out loud over and over because you can place new thoughts in the brain, but it's not easy. Yeah. It's been interesting too because I've been doing affirmations with my two-and-a-half-year-old, which we do it every day on the way to school. And I now ask him, okay, what do we say on the way to school? And he says, in his own version, <laughs> you know, not the order I do it with him, but he says most of them now on his own. And I wondered too, I was like, is he really understanding like what he is saying about those statements? And one of them is that I'm a good friend because I want him to understand how it is to be to other people. Mm. And he now has come home and he's at that age where he's, you know, a little over two and a half and he's starting to understand what it means to how somebody else is a good friend and how he wants to be that good friend. Yeah. He'll come home to me and he'll say his little buddy Cooper, you know, Cooper and Charlie's buddies. Cooper and Charlie are good friends. And so to him, he's starting to understand, okay, I'm a good friend and this is how I'm seeing it in other people, I mm -hmm. guess. So it does really start young that they do they do understand it. Right. And it does come from, you know, I'm sure I'll say things that will also screw him up too. I'm well aware of that. But trying to also start that young with him of him affirming himself in that and then also seeing it in other people too and being able to be that affirmation for them as well. Right. I think this is a huge, huge piece for mental health. Huge. Mm -hmm. You know, we were not aware of this when I was growing up and uh, now it's become such a big awareness because of what's happening in our world right now with the decline of mental health and the rise of suicide and, and everything. I'm just so hyper vigilant now about the words that I'm saying to myself, the words that I'm saying to other people because I do want to be better at that um, and obviously want to be an example of that. So I just really hope that people listening to this will, number one, take the time to really think about your thoughts every every morning. You know, think about everything you're saying to yourself, especially and what you're saying to other people. And if it's not good, number one, do not condemn yourself for it. 
Again, it's not another thought you need to place in your head that you're a bad person because you have these bad thoughts. Um, they just are what they are. Just treat it as a science experiment. And then once you capture them, go to work at changing them because you can do it. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, please share it with a friend or a family member. In order to be successful on this mission, I can't do it alone. Connect with me at www.carryconley.com. And don't forget to sign up for my weekly Do It On Purpose newsletter. Let's build this life-giving vision movement together to end this epidemic, save lives, and create purpose. <music>